Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you, 1235 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. It's a game night in the first battle of Alberta this year. Quick text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, the schedule is absolutely a factor in a team's performance because we were discussing the Oilers playing 13 games in 24 days. Um, Edmonton obviously top-loaded. Don't, don't have the deepest lineup. This text says it's why Edmonton looks so good to start the year and why they've come back to reality. They have the easiest schedule in the league in the month of October. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Just before we bring aboard Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort and Casino, a reminder uh, for tonight's game against Calgary and then the game on New Year's Eve against the New York Rangers, the owners are collecting food donations from for Edmonton's Food Bank. Donate non-perishable food items if you're at the game and also be entered to win a prize pack for the uh, return engagement in the Battle of Alberta January 29th against the Flames. The winner will get an opportunity to attend Oilers practice, have a private lunch at Studio 99, a tour of Rogers Place, low seating for four, a $250 food credit, and a meet and greet with Leon Dreisaitl. Once again, to enter, bring a non-perishable food donation uh, to tonight's game against Calgary and the game on New Year's Eve against the New York Rangers. We go to our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety's their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Elliot Friedman. Hi, Elliot. How you doing? Hey, Bob. How are you doing? Good. How was your uh, holiday just break? One, just, just one sec. Bye, Max. See you later. Okay. See you, Max. Sorry, I just had to... I just say goodbye to my little guy. He's in my wife's car. So, now, does she drive a does she drive a Porsche or what does she drive? <laughs> no. Do you have car sponsors? I don't want to say if I. Oh, uh, this. Let's just say this is a heavy Ford sponsored show. You know what? She used to drive a Ford. She really liked it, and uh, but she wanted to switch and try something a bit different this time. But she likes her Fords. Put it that way. We had a we had a good run with a Ford last time. All right, there we go. That's great to hear. The uh, boys out of Brent Ridge Ford will be much appreciative of that. 
and uh, so will uh, Ford of Alberta as well, who have been the title sponsor. Alberta Ford dealers have been title sponsor. Oilers broadcast like forever. All right, Elliot, we're back at her here. Uh, yeah. And we were just, in, uh, we'll get to the Battle of Alberta stuff in a second, but just on scheduling, it's never perfect. Every team, every team has a tough stretch during the year. Edmonton went in on Christmas break playing 13 games in 24 days. And yeah. they're, they're not a deep hockey club, so it's going to affect them. And the texter made a great point. Edmonton did have a really relatively easy schedule a month of October, and the Oilers made the most of it. And I think that they came back to earth a bit here in the last month, 13 games in 24 days, and the Oilers only winning four of them. Your thoughts? I mean, it is something that – do you think maybe it's something that – I actually think a lot of guys out there that are experts in this business – don't factor in as much because the teams are, relatively speaking, so close together. Scheduling is a factor for teams. Well, I think there's a couple of things to unpack here. Number one, absolutely. And that's why when, like, for example, uh, as, as you know, Bob, especially last week, I think you Western guys are big whiners. Like, you were a big whiner last week, okay? However... I think this, like the Eastern teams should never complain about their schedules because the Western teams a thousand percent have it worse, especially the only Eastern teams that have the tough travel are Florida and Tampa. The rest of them, they get it pretty easy. You guys have a brutal travel, and I, I generally agree with that. Two things. Number one, one thing that absolutely has changed things is the week off around the All-Star break for East and West. Yep. You know, the players ask for it. I, I don't knock it. If it's something that's important to you, fine, but it has made the schedule harder. There's no question about that. Number two, there's a lot of teams they want, especially in the States, they want more games after football season. So it gets jammed in there tight. Now, one thing that happened at the last GM's meeting where a number of teams complained about it, the league said, okay, we want more dates earlier in the year. You have to be willing then to play, submit your buildings for more dates earlier in the year. Now, you guys don't have a basketball partner, but for the teams that do, it's not as easy. We'll see if they can fix it. But there's a bunch of things that go on here, Bob, that aren't so simple if you want to clear your schedule. Yeah, I, I, you know, here's what I would say. Elliot, I think scheduling affects every team in the league. Yeah. I do think yep. the travel's obviously harder in places like Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and Dallas, okay? Like, I yep. think it's tougher for those uh for those organizations but every team at certain like i mean i had somebody tip me off in took a look at our schedule in july and said you guys are going to have a challenge in december and it's also where where it exposes teams more is in lack of depth so a team like st louis that's a deep team up front vancouver who are a deep they're a deep team up front those, those are teams that can handle it a bit because they've got a little bit. But when you've got star power loaded up, that compressed schedule can come back to bite them even more. Uh, but, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, Calgary's had some ridiculous things the last two years. Well, they'll go east for, like, a two-game road trip. They'll play in, like, Columbus and St. Louis and then go yeah. back. Like, to me, that's craziness. That doesn't make any sense either. But, like, the one thing is, I, I know that 
the thing around the All-Star break where the East is off for five days and then the West is off for five days, yep. I know that's been a big pain in the butt. And, like, I, I think, like, it's almost like you can't have it, you can't sit there and say, okay, we want a week off around the All-Star break, and then we don't. We want the teams will say, "Look, we want less games during football season." Like something's got to give. Like you've got to sit there and you've got to say, "Okay, if we want all this stuff, and like we share our arenas, and basketball's got to have it on certain days, like you can't have it all. You're going to have to accept that some things are going to work and some things aren't." And the thing is that you can't have it all and say, okay, we're going to have a perfect schedule. No, no question about that. Elliot, I'm just looking at the Oilers' schedule here. And, you know, 14 games over 23 days. And then the team plays. I'm doing this sort of off the top of my head here. The, yeah, the, this could never go bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the team has 11 games in the next 38 days. Yeah. So 14 and 23 and 11 in 38. Is that? Yeah. I mean, well, that, but that's all. That also includes that All Star break, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, See, for, like, I know, like, I know one of the things that happened is it's a the All Star thing is a big bone of contention because you know some guys have to play in the All Star breaks and you get suspended now if you don't show up. You have yep. to miss a game. So that was part of the trade-off. Well, if we're going to show up in the All-Star game, then you have to give us time off, right? Well, if you want five days off, that's included in your 11 and 38. Well, you've got to play somewhere else. So, like, I don't know what the answer is, Bob. I I don't. Because that All-Star break, players told me it was important to them. So, okay, if that's important to you, like, I get that. But then you're going to be squished somewhere else. And what happens if in a couple of years you want to go to the Olympics? Then it's really going to be squished. And I generally would like to see the best players at the Olympics, but I know what that means. It means some guys get a vacation and some guys, and most guys get a vacation, but some guys don't. And like, it's not perfect. So what do you do? Are you willing to play less games? Like, I don't, I don't know what the answer is here, but whatever the answer is, somebody's going to be pissed off about it. Yeah. And I freely admit on this one, Bob, the Western teams, particularly like Arizona, Colorado, you guys, you get screwed. On this one, you totally do. We're joined by Elliot Friedman. Well, one of these days, Elliot, we'll go, you're not going to believe this. And, and by the way, I'm having texters say to us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line that I whine every day. Uh, but uh, That is, like, Bob, you're always complaining. You're always complaining. I love doing what I'm doing, and I'm going to say something <laughs> that's going to shock you. What's do you that? know which NHL organization gets screwed the most in the, in the current CBA world? Given the fact that they're always a revenue contributor. Which NHL organization gets it the worst? Montreal. Uh, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Because they got the highest tax. They have the highest provincial or state tax. Yes, they do. So there's an organization that's helping prop up Florida and helping prop, right? There's an organization. Oh, are we doing this again? No, we're not. We're not. I'm just saying it's not just Edmonton here. Like, if you really wanted to look at a team that could complain, it would be like, because they're definitely contributing a lot every year. 
And, and you know what? They never bitch. Almost never. I kind of respect that about them. Well, yeah. Didn't something happen with Air Canada and some? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, but you know, I'll, I'll tell you something. Air Canada complained. It wasn't. It was Canadians not. It was not. Really didn't. I, like, thought... I got to tell you, as an like, I know, I know you guys in Alberta. You don't always agree with Quebec. The Canadians don't really bitch about I, a lot. I love hockey in Quebec. I've told yeah. you, that. it's my favorite place. No, but I'm just hey, saying, I'm like, ask politically, this. you guys. Yeah, yeah. I come on and you guys, you're always whining about them. Oh, uh, okay. Here, let's do this. <laughs> Elliot, what's the best yeah. place to do a game from around the league for you? Because for me, it's Montreal. Well, you know why? Because Bob Cole, the great Bob, he always told the story that when they were building that new arena, uh, Ronald Corey, who was the president of the Canadians at the time, actually went to him and said, Bob, give me some feedback. Where should the broadcast booth be? And I'm sure he went to some of the great French play-by-play guys, too. I don't know who it was back then, if it was Pierre Oud or it was still before him. But I know Ronald Corey went to Bob and said, where should it be? And and Bob felt that that was the reason it was so good. It is incredible. You know what? There's so much talk about Vegas now. Chicago, we have a trip this year. To, we've been to Vegas on Oilers now. We're going to Chicago this year for Oilers now. That's amazing. We've done multiple trips to Montreal, and the fan experience has been tremendous every time our fans have gone there because it's a religion in that market. All right, so yeah. it's the second half of the schedule. When does the trade freeze open up, Elliot? Today, uh, today 27. Who's next? Who do you who think who do you think there's a possibility could end up moving here before say the end of January? Well, you know, obviously the guy who's rocketed near the top of the list is Leas Anderson, and uh, uh, who asked for a trade from the uh, New York Rangers, and they're trying to look for it. Um, you know, uh, I'll tell you this: last weekend on on Hockey Night, I mentioned could there be an Anderson Pulyarvi fit. I had reported earlier that the two teams had talked about it. It was something that had come up, and I believe it was something Pugliarvi wanted to happen. But, you know, it's funny. I, I get two different versions of it. I really do. I've had, I've had people tell me that it was not enough for you guys. Yeah. I've had other people tell me that the Rangers weren't crazy about Pugliarvi as a player. So I've heard both versions, just to be fair. But the bottom line is I don't think that's going to happen. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that I, I think the Rangers are looking for – the guy I was, I was kind of told they were looking for – they were trying to get like a more skilled Brendan Lemieux was what I heard for Anderson. And uh, a north-south edgy player with a bit more skill than maybe Lemieux would have. They're not to insult Lemieux, they're really happy with him. But I don't think that that fit, that's a fit for both organizations. Yeah, uh, I, I don't see it because I, I I look at Anderson and I'm thinking to myself, is this guy anything higher than a fourth-line center just because of the foot speed, like the the pace of game, right? Like the the league has moved in that fashion. And you know what? At this stage of the game, people look at Bully Army, who, by the way, right now, Elliot has 13 goals and 28 points in 29 games. Uh, so he's basically a point-per-game player. He's a big plus player, plus 21 at Carpat. I, I got to tell you, Bob, like it's, it's, it, like, uh, let me just stop you there on Pugliarvi. Just one thing I know. I know the numbers are really good. No, no, they, aren't, really they good. aren't that good. That's my point. 
He's no, old. but like a point of game, the point of game player is good. Like I, I don't think there's anything to spit at being a point of game player in in leagues where it's t- or it's tougher to score. I just know, like at the Cariella Cup, that tournament where yes, a lot of people went to go quiet. see him. He was I, quiet. I, I, I heard the reviews were not very good. Yeah. That's all I can say. Fair, and I'm saying he hasn't dominated, uh, you know, uh, with Carpat so far. Elliot Freeman, again, for the River Creek Resort Casino. What? Uh, so for Oilers fans, I mean, they're looking for potentially some help uh, in the top six or maybe in the top nine. Uh, Chris Kreider obviously has a uh, no-move clause. Would Boston make sense for Kreider? Well, Boston does. I think Colorado does. Um you know, like, I think those two teams really make a lot of sense for me. Now, for for Kreider, and I'm sure there's more. Like, I don't know if St. Louis would ever do it. Like, to me, that guy, like, that fits 100% with what they like. But I know Boston does too, and I know that uh, Colorado has dipped their toe in on Kreider a couple of times here and there. You know, I talked, I don't know if you saw it last Saturday, Bob. I hope you're always glued to the broadcast whenever I'm working. But I talked in the in the headlines last week about one of Edmonton's issues, and that I've been told that the Oilers internally feel that they've given up way too many draft picks. And if yep. you look back at your last five drafts, and four of them, you've had holes in how many players you can take. So I think the two picks for Hall, that was one of the reasons you guys didn't want to do it. I think the other thing to hear, though, like if you're asking me about guys who could fit for Edmonton, I think Toffoli, I, I think, could be a possibility there. I know a lot of teams are looking at him, not just you, um, but it would cost you a pick in the top three rounds for sure. Yes. Are Second. you guys willing to do one instead of two? Second round the other, yep. The other guy I wonder about, and he's injured right now, they just announced he's out for three weeks, and cap-wise, uh, you'd have to do some work there. But Brandon Saad, I, I think there's a lot of interest in Saad. I think you guys are one of the teams who's interested. Um, but he's got another year, so I, I think you got to be careful about it. But I think you guys are one of the teams that's uh, – but I think there's been a lot of teams asking about him. I think you guys are in there. Just to wrap up with Elliot Friedman, uh... Elliot, I'm going to ask you about an event that you guys don't cover, and that's the World Juniors. Uh, yeah, but we all watch it, right? Absolutely. Alexis Lafreniere, man, there's just some guys that know how to play. You know what I mean? And by field. You know, you know the interesting thing about this, Bob? Okay, go ahead. I, I shouldn't cut you off. Please go ahead, finish. Well, I talk your too show. Much. I talk too much. No, uh, it's your show. Byfield is really good and has tremendous upside. And people need to remember, he's 17 years and four months old, and mm-hmm. Lafreniere is 18 months and two months, or 18 years and two months. But that was an awesome performance yesterday. Well, let me just say this because, like, I like I don't get a chance to watch enough junior hockey, so I don't profess myself to be an expert. I can only tell you what I hear when I ask. There are people who have told me they think that Byfield could be the number one pick because he's a center. And centers carry more power than wings in this league. All you can do if you're Lafreniere is show that it should be different. And that performance yesterday, don't think it didn't open some eyes. It was like, I got to tell you, if you're the Ottawa Senators right now, you know, you never should count your chickens before they've hatched. Yep. But, but like, what do you think they're thinking about with San Jose's pick? Could you imagine if they ended up getting like two, 
you know, the number one and number two pick? I, I mean, you've got to be sitting there. Like, the one thing I always say is this. Like, if you're the Senators, you can't ever tell your young players it's acceptable not to compete, and they're competing. They're they're competing really hard, and that's all you can ask. But you've got to be internally, and if they're your fans, you can't help but think about it. Elliot, you can cut me off anytime you want, okay? Uh, you know I love you, Bob. You know I love you. I know. I, I think sometimes people misread the nature of the relationship. Hey, <laughs> happy holidays. Uh, next Friday, I don't even know where I am. Oh, I'm in Buffalo. We'll talk to you then. All right. I'll speak to you from Buffalo. Uh, have a happy New Year, Bob. Happy New Year, Edmonton. There you go. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Cree Resort and Casino. Now, we will tell you this as soon as I find it on the script. The guests on Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. And speaking of New Year's Eve, nothing better than Roos Chris on New Year's Eve. Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. You could pull off the doubleheader on Roos Chris on New Year's Eve. You could go to Roos Chris before the game, make it over in time for the game here at uh, Rogers Place, the Amazon Oilers in the New York Rangers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Heck, you could do that tonight for the game against the Flames as well. We'll be back with more Oilers now after this. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks, Leon. Let's go to two quick texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Bob, who wants the Rangers problem? Uh... Leah Anderson is a baby throwing his medal away. Yes, that was him. And uh, his issue is he's not dynamic enough uh, down the middle, doesn't skate well enough. Sean has texted the show to say, Bob, the uh, Oilers' opinion on giving up too many draft picks is wrong. The issue is how many draft picks they got wrong that didn't pan out. Only pick traded that really hurt the Oilers was the 16th overall for Reinhardt. Many of the others were just bad picks. Well, that was in the 2015 draft. Oilers got Ethan Bear in the fifth round, Caleb Jones in the fourth round, John Marino in the sixth round. All three defensemen currently playing in the NHL. 12.58, Edmonton want to tell you that we got ourselves and Oilers now roading to the great city of Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, uh, plus tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field for the Oilers now Chicago road trip. Call New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. 12.58 Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, Mark Spector, and Flames GM Brad Living still to come on Oilers now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.